This week on the reverse stick, if you had $135 million to throw at hockey, what would you spend it on? Perhaps some second hand gear, man. Greetings once again and welcome to the Reverse Stick coming to you from sunny Perth, Western Australia, a city that's so remote it gives your mental illness mad. <laughs> My name is John Lee, joining me Matt Allen. Hi and uh, welcome to episode 268 eight. Eight? Eight. of the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Hashtag bring back the bully, hashtag give it a whack, hashtag... Glow Hopo. Glow Hopo. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Urban. Glow, glow Hopo and uh, the band in full effect last night. DJ MCMA. Really? Rocking the dance floor. Did you get hold of someone's phone? At an 18th, 18th <laughs> birthday. Well, what I actually did, John, is I downloaded the, um, uh, the Mix On Set app, uh, put a, a, a playlist together on Apple Music, and uh, ran it through the Mix On Set app. Um, did which, you play all your biggest hits? All the, mate, oh, no, actually, I didn't, I didn't slip any. Uh, <laughs> oh, you I, didn't? No, no. Oh. Well, we could do that now, though. No, 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 no. You sure? I'm sure, pretty sure. You know, something like the Stick It To John theme tune or some, something similar to that. Really? I should have put it on, I really should. Um, anyway... Uh, Big hit. Apparently the kids are um, big on the tune. What's the tune? Um, Stacy's mother. Uh, they kept asking, kept requesting that, so I had to keep going back to the phone and um, plugging Stacy's mother back in again. Um, what what I didn't know Who about performs that song. I can't remember. Uh, it's be on the. Well, I could look now. It'll be on the uh, right. the playlist. Um, yeah. So no, they loved it. Yeah, they they loved it. Um, I also gifted the very first Ruhr band. Oh. Available wow. to the young man whose 18th birthday it was. Got a photo a back, sent back at 12:15 at night. Uh, big smile on his face. Very happy. I tell you what, though, 18th birthday parties aren't quite how I remember them, John. Sorry, not quite how I remember them. Oh, really? What, no. what was different? Um, you were the drunk one. Y- yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Thanks to was for putting on the bar. Okay. Few, few delicious pints That's of a uh, pints of ale. <laughs> Uh, no, it wasn't. It was a great decision on his part, I thought. Um, he was actually asked by Daryl. Daryl said, uh, are you sure you want to do that? Because Matt Allen's coming. Um, I thought it was rude. Um, oh, it was at the hockey club? Uh, it was at the hockey club, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, ping pong. Um, you know, a bit of tomfoolery carrying each other around, but very little drinking. Oh, so responsible. By everybody else. The youngsters. Okay. Anybody 35... 40 plus, they were right on it. It was free bath and was, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe the younger generation is far more sensible than us. I think they are. Well, I think they see see us and how we perform. Nah, no, not having that. News and thoughts. Um, what's going on? We're a bit late this week because it's a Sunday at the moment. Uh, men's Premier Division in England. Game, lots of games today, isn't it? Full round, isn't it? It is yeah. a full round of games today. Last uh, round before the um, big freezing. Although... For six weeks of no hockey? Yeah. You wait. It's, it, 
it's going to be perfect weather, and then the week before they're due to go back, big cold front. <sighs> Oxted and East Grinstead, Nottingham are taking on Wimbledon. Old Georgians taking on Brooklyn's Manchester. Now, I have been given a late tip, uh, folks, according to Mystery Matt Bet. Matt Stradamus, according to Matt Stradamus, Old Georgians are going to win 20 nil today. So get on that game if you can. Uh, Surbiton playing Beeston, Reading versus Hampstead and Westminster. Holcomb taking on the University of Exeter. Those games, well, by the time you listen to this podcast, are either being played or have been finished. Not sure what that will leave the table looking like, Matt, though. Uh, at the top, it's um, Georgians out on top. So if they win 20-0, they'll be way out in front. <laughs> uh, nine wins, 28 points. Surbiton in second on 23 points. Then Wimbledon and Hampstead and Westminster. Uh, Westminster on 20 points, just in head of Holcomb and Reading. So big games for those club. Reading really need a win. Holcomb just hanging on to a top four, outside the top four. The rest of them are just in it for fun, wouldn't you think? <laughs> for the rest of the year? Yeah. You probably, yeah. Have close, a good close, time, boys. Close, Learn. Close, probably close grow, the Grow. Have a few beers. Um, so. We'll wait and see. It is the last round for the weekend, for, before the weekend break, before the, <laughs> before the Christmas break, the indoor part of the year starts, which is in Europe, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Germany. Uh, before we do that, German, no, we'll just talk about Vitality Women while we, while we're yes. in England. Uh, on the women's side of things, um, last round of fixtures was yesterday, Matt. Um, we'll have some results then, won't we, We John? do. University of Birmingham drew with Holcomb 2 all. Wimbledon got over the top of University of Nottingham 3-1. Surbiton, big win over Clifton Robinsons, 5-0. Reading, 2-1 winners over Loughborough Students. East Grinstead, 5-1 over Buckingham. And uh, Hampstead and Westminster... Got a, a good away win, 3-0 over Beeston. And that, for the table, leaves us going into the break, Matt. Surbiton at the top. Uh, Surbiton at the top on 30 points. Bit of a gap to Wimbledon in second. Hampstead and Westminster half a game behind them on 23. Then a point to East Grinstead. That's the top four. Uh, then a game drop to Beeston. So they wouldn't have been happy with losing at home yesterday. Uh, and the Clifton Robinsons had a... A big loss as well. They're on 14 points, so you'd probably say that their season's slipping away very quickly. Beeston, a couple of wins, keeps them in it. And uh, East Grinstead and uh, Hampstead and Westminster aren't completely comfortable, you wouldn't think. Anyway, that's my prediction. Yeah, well, yeah probably not that comfortable, though. Um, now, I hadn't covered it for a few weeks. The, uh, the Belgium League is on its break. They, they finished up on the 20th of November. In the Women's Ion Hockey League, do go to ionhockeyleague.be. I quite like the website. Interestingly, though, uh, the way that they um, tally up their um, tables, it starts with the ranking, the team name, and then the points first, not the points at the end. Don't often see yeah. that. I quite like it. makes it nice and clear. You don't have to delve into the goals for and against and win wins and draws and whatever. I um, do like the idea of you don't have to do that either. You just look at the other side of the column. Well, you can do that also. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're looking on a phone, maybe, it saves a scroll across for capturing all of that information. Yeah, it's too small. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. I can hardly read it on the big screen. In either. the Women's Ion Hockey League, Gantois are top on 30, 
31 points. Goal difference ahead of Braxgarda, also on 31 points. Heracles, third on 24. Watt Ducks, fourth on 23. Then come Racing, Antwerp, Dragons, Victory, Daring, Leuven, Wellington and Uri down at the bottom on just the three points, three draws for them. And in the men's eye on Hockey League, Royal Leopold at the top, uh, seven points clear of Dragons in second. So Leopold on 34 points. Gantois third, Racing fourth, Watt Ducks fifth, Brax Garter sixth. Uh, all close uh, on points, just a couple between third to sixth spot there. Then come Heracles, Uri, Daring, Leuven, Uckel, and Old Club. But they've had a couple of wins. Cool. Um, it's just uh, in Ireland, still some teams to play a game, uh, Banbridge being one of them. Uh, they're out on top of the table, though, 19 points. Less than a game ahead of Lisner Garvey. Uh, they've still got a game to come. Glen Ann's in third place on 15 points. Uh, just ahead of YMCA on 14, then uh, Sweet Rock Rovers on 12, and Annandale. So it's pretty tight there. There's still some, uh, you could see some manoeuvring happening there. After that, probably drops away a little bit. Monkstown on eight points. So I think their season's done even at this early stage, Matt. Uh, uh, they've got a break coming up too, Ireland. They have the, yeah, the yeah, same yeah, break. Yeah. So um, now the women's side of things, you've got to go through another tab here. So you just have to bear with me. That's mine. fine. I'm happy to bear. I'm just scrolling through, yeah, getting the next the next results up and ready. To men's E H Y L women's uh, Catholic Institute, topping things there. 19 points, just a point ahead of Loretto. Uh, UCD on 15, and Old Alex on 13 points. The top four. Pembroke Warriors on 11, and Pegasus on 10 points. Monkstown on nine. As our Railway Union before odds ah, Belfast Harlequins. Doing it tough up north. <laughs> yeah. Um, once again, pretty convoluted in the middle there. No one's really raced away with it. Well, six wins out of six games, eight games is pretty good, I suppose. But uh, not much between Loretto and Catholic Institute and UCD. Not far behind. There you go. I would like to talk. We, no, let's do talk about the Scottish tables. Okay, all right. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went on to, I've gone on to the Scottish. Yeah, well, we've been onto exactly this page before and, and discussed the current league standings and then realised that it's actually the end yeah. of last season's standings. But when you go to their website, you go to competitions and have a look up the league tables, then it does give you your um, end of last season uh, information. Yeah. Now, where, where, which was the page where we... Um, uh, no, I, is it not a scroll down from there? No, it no, was, that it just goes it was, through. That's just the men's competition there. It was uh, it was the Div- Division B. Um, do, 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 women's do, District Division 2. Try that. If not, we'll be able to remember. You've actually written down the figures there anyway, right in front of you. No, there, uh, was, a, there was like a, a... Well, we kind of... Men's. We, Silly. We queried the amount of goals scored... Um, it might, this looks a bit more likely. Hillhead, oh dear, clubs no, men five, zero four, eighty against. That's a bad year. We did, we and still didn't finish bottom. <laughs> we, <laughs> hey, I've scrolled that up. No, How do you not, no go, please, I've got, no, I don't want to see that. I want, going, don't go back, I want to see that. This is, oh mate. How do you not score a goal 
This is where we were. Concede we 80. League standings. This is, this is, so we had the page up that shows all the league standings. Men's National League, Division A and B, Men's Premiership, blah, blah, blah. They've all played 21. Cold Beer Company. Cold Beer Company sponsoring Sterling University Ladies Hockey Ooh, Club. Oh, you should do a deal with them. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but we got to, we got, I was I, I should have tweaked after the last time we were on the Scottish Hockey website. And it's wrong. Um, was it the one? Yeah, is that, you're there, yeah, yeah. yeah 100 yeah. goals, four. Uh, no, that's not the one. No, it was a 17. It was a plus 17. One team was 17 goals, um, in the, in the black on oh. goal difference. So you, so you go there. This is the one. Division B. Women's National oh, League, Division so B. Division B. Perthshire Hockey Club ladies who are sponsored by A&J Stevens Builders Limited. A&J Stephen, I should say. Um, played their 21. They won 12. Uh, 57 goals for and 40 against. Geez, that, that must be a tight competition if that's the top team. Goal difference is 17. Get to the second place team. That's the Granite City Wanderers Hockey Club, Matt. Sponsored by Energy. 29 goals for, 39 goals against. Wow, yeah. Second place team has negative 10 as a goal difference. <laughs> Second place. Third place. Third, negative 30. Uh, 32 goals for. Anyway, we couldn't figure this out. Of course, it's all wrong, isn't it, Matt? Well, some of it little, is. Probably some of it is right. A little bit of simple mathematics. In that league, there were 197 goals scored for. And, no. Yeah, four, four, and three hundred and sixteen goals scored against yeah, across the whole, all of the teams. It's remarkable, it's incredible <laughs> stuff. Many of the other leagues reflect this statistical anomaly. I don't, I don't know about many of them. One other that we looked at did as well, but um, it's just interesting. Do you think there's a bit of creative work on the uh, on the match card input? Like the team manager putting himself down for a hat trick or... Well, the Western Wildcats apparently played 21 games, scored 124 goals and had 37 scored against them. I'm not saying that's not possible. They probably did. They didn't lose that's any. still going like six a game, isn't it? Didn't lose any. That's going six a game. The bottom two teams... Oh, look, let's, not, <laughs> let, let's not go into this. <laughs> Even the bottom team scored 48 goals. <laughs> the bottom team scored 48 goals. Uh, thank you for making our afternoon, Scottish Uh We're going to take a quick trip over to Cyprus, John. Oh, okay. We've got the uh, Euro Indoor 3, Divi 3, taking place for men at the moment. Um, one of the most recent scores, Ireland had a... 34-0 win over Greece. Anyway, they're actually not top of the ladder after four games played. Uh, Italy are uh, four from four. Ireland, three wins and a loss. Um, then comes Denmark, Cyprus, Serbia, and rounding out the pool there is Greece. Um, good to see some indoor hockey underway, John. There, of course, are some uh, games going on in South Africa at the moment. from Nations Cup games? From the Pro League Division 2. Is that what it's called? It's called now, yeah, that's what they've called it now. Pro League Division 2, from here on in. Um, in fact, as we speak, it's uh, Canada nil, Pakistan nil in a classification game there. But the finals, uh, uh, final is set up later on today. Ireland versus South Africa. I don't think they realise, John, but the winner actually gets a chance to be in the Pro League. 
Really? I mean, who the f- would want, <laughs> want that? Who could afford that? <laughs> that fair point. And, uh, these countries and you win a pass to the- Oh, no, thanks. Oh, shucks. Can we not just get the 250 bucks? <laughs> How about a yeah. nice trophy? Can it just bolt it to the base and we'll be happy? Yeah, something solid. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. Um, Such an uninspiring name for a well, Nations Pro Cup. No, Pro League 2 is better. Pro League Division 2. That's what it should be called. Pro League Division 2. And you go, oh, well, it's not a league. It's a tournament. Oh, uh, no, that doesn't matter. These things can mix and match do, and do, change do to you suit. the Hockey World League? Yes, I do. Yeah, what was Fondly. the other one they call it? It's exactly the same thing we've got now. With the, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, mate, again... How many, how many different marketing campaigns have we seen for exactly the same product? Well, I just... I looked at the FIH <laughs> Facebook page because I was trying to find something. First and foremost, um, they've got a, uh, a new profile pickup. And this is... This is some... This says everything about the FIH. Oh, that needs uh, updating something festive. Yeah, put a ribbon on it. That's them. You know, that's it. Oh, we need to come up with a new tournament. I just put a ribbon on it. You know, a metaphorical ribbon. Uh, are, are just... they, um, anyway, that's moving, on there. Are they moving into a different market? Moving away from hats into ribbons? Yeah, well, maybe. maybe. Uh, so that's on, on their Facebook page. It's one of, one of their posts. Then I realised you can uh, leave recommendations um, and ratings on the FIH page. Um, I'll have to say two of the first names that come up, probably because they're Facebook friends. One is Teo McLeod and the other is um, uh, Taf Ahmed, um, who uh, do recommend the International Hockey Federation. Do you recommend International Hockey Federation? Brackets FIH, question mark. Yes or no? Should, what should I do? What? I recommend or not recommend? For what? Oh, I don't know. Sentencing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Bryn Lacey's on. Oh, Bryn's on there. Uh, then there's a few um, spammers from recently with uh, uh, crypto uh, links. Um, somebody's epilepsy was cured. Uh, I want to say a big thanks to Chief Dr. Lucky, who God have sent to heal his people with all his natural medicine. I pray that God will bless you for the good work. Uh, anyway, there's a WhatsApp number and uh, accounts. Um, Ashley Judd. is Oh, Ashley Judd's recommending the FIH, the, uh, the actress. I want to appreciate Priester Cooley for the restoration of my relationship after four months of separation with my lover. With the help of Priester Cooley, my lover returned home, and now we are happily together for good. I recommend... Plus, and there's a phone number and email. Is that, is that on the FIH? Yeah, yeah. Um, next one is, everyone has a life story. I'm so happy to have my lover back again after eight good months of separation. I never thought we would live a happy life together again, but today, I'm so glad for what Dr. Ajagbo, spellcaster, did for me as he cast a reconcilia- reconciliation love spell for me to bring back my ex to live together with me. Again, it's, it's, all, it's full of good news stories and reviews. Um, miniature fire alarms available. Um, got to go back to 2018 for the last real comment, I think. Hockey is no more hockey. Introduction of rules impressed by football and ice hockey has made it boring. Look at the number of spectators. Number is reducing day by day. Real hockey was by trick and not by speedy game. Offside rule, no turning, no obstruction. The way penalty strokes are used and the corners had made it boring. And that's what you get when you I go to leave, leave, leave. I don't a review. entirely agree with leave a review. that, though. What I would say, though, over this Pro League Division 2, uh, some of the output I think has been pretty good. So I think there's somebody new must be doing something in the, uh, in the media department or maybe 
Nagra oh. are involved because it's a lot of it is based around the promotion of going to the Watch Hockey app. I'm assuming you've got to pay for these games. Uh, I got a, an invite come through, a text notification from Watch Hockey to go and have a look. I've gone to open the app. Uh, I've been signed out. I don't. I haven't saved the password to get in there. Can't be asked to <laughs> to go back into it again. But I'm bombarded again today on social media with special offers. Uh, but when you look at some of their posts, it doesn't actually say. It's like it'll say, watch is. every game live on Watch Hockey. Passes available worldwide or available worldwide. Um, you don't want to click on that, do you? Just in case. No, just well, just be upfront about it. What? Just be upfront and say, it, yeah, it's a paid, a paid service, or it's not. It's either, it's free or it's paid. I'm assuming because they don't say free, it must be paid. Yeah, you think so? Um, but there, there has been a bit of a bit of an Im- Im- improvement there. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that chip from the yeah. uh, Korean lad. Oh, the stroke as well. I've got that written down. We might as well do, okay. do that now, haven't we? Um, so there was the uh, what was it? The Malaysia versus Korea game. In fact, there were three strokes missed in in that game. Um, the most controversial one though was the Korean one where. There was a delay of five or six seconds after the whistle had been blown um, to take the stroke for the Korean to take it. He took it as the ball was kind of leaving the stick. The umpire blew the whistle um, and then went on and said too long eight times. Yes. Eight times, I counted. Yeah, that. yeah. And the commentator said too long as well. So there was nine too longs in there. Well, we so, for my mind, that's too many too longs. And in fact, they went on too long about that. About too long. Too long, yeah. But we did watch it. And what what did you make of the decision in the end? I think probably right. It doesn't. This is the problem, though, isn't it, John? It's it's subjective to an umpire's um, um, awareness of time. When you're like, well, yeah, yeah. What's but it's three seconds? Because you're supposed to, it's without delay after the whistle goes. I believe it's, it's so. The how long did it. you think he gave him? Because you sat there and counted it. Someone on the internet has suggested it was six. Yeah, seconds. five or six seconds. It's about five or six, right? Yeah, yeah, and. Now, the rules state that when you blow the whistle, you're supposed to take the stroke, right? Yeah, now, without delay. Okay, when the umpire blew the whistle, the guy was already at the ball addressing it. So he's already in a position to take the stroke as soon as the umpire blows the whistle. Yeah. Now, so in, in the umpire's head, bang, you're ready, take it. Right? The, the way most people used to take strokes was take a step into it. And that was the rule. You could only take that step into it, remember? Yeah. And so if you're standing back from the ball, perhaps in the mumpire's mind... The mumpire's? The mumpire's mind. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Uh, it was definitely a bloke who was umpire. Yeah. But uh, that, that little space of time before you step forward, probably the umpire doesn't... You're not actually directly addressing the ball. Maybe yeah. it, it, it seemed longer than... It, It's almost like the umpire knew the rule and was waiting for the opportunity well, to blow it. Well, yeah. Well, you've got to, haven't you? You know, you've got to foresee what might, may eventuate. You know, you're watching to see if, uh, well, the, the keeper actually had a little jiggle on the line just before it was taken. Because they've been standing there so long. What do you reckon would happen in a, a local game? You, how oh, many, how many? Here? Yeah. Probably a punch. a local, pun, pun, anywhere punch on, in the world. Punch on with no, the umpire. No, no. <laughs> No, just anybody playing lower levels doing it for fun hockey. Forget about the 
sheep station stuff for a second. Every but day. most most of the umpires we have wouldn't even realise that what that rule actually is. Did you really know what the rule was before it was explained and looked it up? Well, no, but you reminded me of how a vociferous crowd overturned an umpiring decision in a local league. On a penalty. Ga- on a, on yeah. a stroke, yeah. Yeah, we, we might have yeah. got the umpire Inform- to change his Informed mind. the umpire of the rules. Yeah, well, basically, yeah. yeah. And then went, oh, are they? Oh, okay then. All right, no goal. <laughs> Reversed it. So all of you kiddies out there, <laughs> no, 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 it does, it does. Sometimes it does pay to challenge the umpire, especially when it's a bunch of blokes standing up. We and that's it. We weren't even the players. It wasn't none of the players challenged it. It was the people standing on the sideline. Like, no, 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 double movement. You can't do that. I actually got. I think he looked it up and he sort of could, couldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I got a compliment from the uh, umpire on Wednesday night game. Uh, came off, he said, oh, thanks so much for being so honest tonight. The umpire did. <laughs> yeah. Got those couple of, uh, ball hit, um, some of our lads' feet or whatever. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 you know, hand, hand, job, hand up, hand up. He's, he's looking for your job. But I actually, no, well, I managed to, um, sway a couple of decisions our way because of, oh, my, because of my honesty. He's definitely looking for your job. Which one of my hats does he, does he want? All of them. All of them. Yeah. yeah. Usurper. Sounds like, um, Somebody is at the FIA. But let's face it, the only reason, I can't think of any other reason that uh, an umpire Look, don't, would say something like that to How me. about, this sounds crazy, I know, but I'm, I'm a nice bloke. No, that's not the point. Oof, I know. I got, anyway, I got a bloody ball on the heel, direct on the heel from about half a metre. I actually played pretty well in the two games. Uh, the two games I played back to back, thanks, thanks to all the boys for the dropouts. Um, and uh, some of my tackling was superb. So I wouldn't be surprised if I also get complimented, not just on my good manners and honesty, but on my um, sheer ability on the field. Yeah, I hope you made sure all 16 spots on that team sheet were filled out for both sides to submit. You've got to keep participation numbers up. Right, that's right. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Um Australia versus India, that's been going on the last uh, week. Final game finished today, 4-2 win for Australia, I think. Um, and so that was four wins uh, to Australia, one for the Indians India on the midweek game and yeah, Australia five, bookended it. 5-4. Five, five, the midweek uh, game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, a little bit of controversy out of the fourth game that was played, yeah. Eoch and of course, only played 397. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put down. He didn't no, actually come on on either of the games. Well done, Eddie. Yeah, that was good work on his 400 there last weekend. Um, so this is from the Bridge dot in Australian coach Colin Batches initiate a war of words against India's goalkeeper P.R. Rajesh ahead of the fourth match of right it was after the third match. There we go of the five match test series. Um, controversy arose during the practice penalty shootout that was held after the match in preparation for the Hockey World Cup. So um, they played the game and Australia had won it. No, India must have won it. India won it. Midway it was the third India, game. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so they had this, yeah, a practice shootout afterwards. You know, good for the fans. So a bit of a laugh. India goalkeeper P.R. Rajesh injured Australian forward Kai Willett while making a challenge, drawing furious reactions from Batch, Australia's long-time coach. Now, if you're going to get Batchy riled up, it's it's got to be something fairly significant because he's... But quite quietly spoken, he's, you know... He's, Fairly cool customer. Yeah. Um, 
Batch says, it was a vicious act. The FIH and the regulations need to do something about that when a player deliberately takes someone out and injures them. We've potentially lost another player for the weekend, he said. I mean, no, hang on, that's a big call. So Batch is saying, we've seen how goalkeepers sometimes swing their sticks through. How did he exactly I don't know. I don't know. Didn't see it. No, didn't see it. Was it broadcast, Stephen, because if it's an add-on? Or are they doing them after every game? Sorry, just very quickly talking about broadcast. Um... Friends of the show, Kat, got in touch to say she was trying to find the Hockey 1 finals on KO to replay. Couldn't find them anywhere at all. I said I'd look into it, and I haven't. But um, if you found the same, do send us an email to mattattherreversestick.net or johnattherreversestick.net and uh, corroborate that for us. Yeah, as long as you're not looking for the third versus fourth game. No chance <laughs> of seeing that one. Um, what else did... Oh, sorry, that's my uh, alarm. I've got to go and do some shopping when we finish recording, John. Um... Yeah, but anyway, that's it. He wasn't happy about it. Um, speaking about the win, he said, it was a really hard game. They definitely turned up. We thought towards the end when we when we overpowered them that we did enough to at least draw the game, but we were very loose after coming up with the equaliser. So there were some good lessons for us. But yeah, com- comprehensive 4-1 victory in the series there. Uh, did you catch much of it? Uh, last weekend, I watched both the Saturday and the Sunday yeah. game. Uh, didn't realise it was on um, on the Wednesday until it was over. Um, and yeah, just busy, busy today and yesterday. So I saw a little bit of pieces and um, some highlights. A lot of goals scored, a lot, a lot of goals. You'd think um, Australia. I mean, there's a few pretty good bloody hockey players out there on both sides, isn't there? I mean, if you just sit back and don't feel invested in it in any yeah, way, well, shape, or form, you just watch and you go, gee, he's good, gee, he's good, gee, he's good, gee, he's good. Yeah, the ledger's <laughs> rather heavily weighted in Australia's favour. Um, Amongst the two countries over over many many years, uh, but there seems to be a little bit closer this time. You know, some you know five fours, four threes, four twos. It you know it wasn't uh, lots of goals to be seen. What would you it's, tell Possum? Well, I'd tell Possum. Yeah, well, how how would you get them? Well, they, well no, they play best when they try to play a bit of an Australian way and get up and at them um, and press, 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 press. You know, that's and you know that, we know they've got the the talented individual players. It's it's when they work as a unit. And fire so up. I, I get what, that's that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. that's when they can I, take I, it to Australia. I get what you're saying. See, I see that as um, they're a bit like flat track bullies. Yeah. And that when it's going for them, they're really, really great. The side of their game that they have to work on is for when it's not going your way. Yeah. And that's what the, the really, really good teams do when it's not going their way. They find a way to make it happen their way. Anyway. Uh, For what it's worth. We did miss another uh, result from uh, the NCAA in the States. The Divi 2 championships were um, decided yesterday, day before. Um, Number one ranked East Stroudsburg were crowned the winners with a 1-0 victory over the number two ranked Shippensburg. Um, Nicole Crows uh, scored the lone goal of the game with 36 seconds remaining in regulation time, redirecting a pass from J.D. Van Gills in front of the goal. Amy Soupy stopped each of the two shots she saw in net. The title caps off a 24-2-0 season for East Stroudsburg. That's the second uh, second title for them, first since 2015. They finished up runners-up to Shippensburg in 2018. So well done, East Stroudsburg. Good stuff. Um, Shall we go to our lottery question? 
Sure. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. You are listening to the Reverse Dick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Of socials. Yeah, you can find us on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, all at the Reverse Dick. Instagram, aren't we on that? I said that, mate. Did you? You're not listening, you're just looking at the screen. What's the there? latest one? Latest what? Latest one of those things. Things that we've posted on no, social media. No, Insta, Twits and stuff. Isn't there another one now the kiddies are hopping on to? Um, TikTok? Snapchat? TikTok. Snapchat? Yeah, we haven't started about TikTok channel, but that'll be coming soon, John, with, with the, with the oh. rare bands. Um, oh, uh, with their release. Mate, I've got a box, I've got a box full. I've got a box full. So, um, we, I think we were. Would like, should we use like my PayPal account to get paid if somebody wants to buy one? Probably the easiest way, isn't it? Yeah. That way you like. don't see the cash. <laughs> That's true. Because yeah. uh, even though it was, it, it was me that told you how to spell it. <laughs> um, we'll put a picture up on the socials. I don't know if we'll both be wearing them or not. Maybe we should wear them with our cans on in front of our uh, professional. I hope, hope. Backdrop. Oh, I think I might wear mine backwards. Um, I like my anonymity. Have you got a big announcement, John? Oh, look. Yeah, sort of. Guess what? What, John? Hockey won the lottery this week, Matt. It did indeed. Unbelievable stuff. Um, We've got a winner of the location of the High Performance Centre of Excellence for Hockey Australia. And we couldn't be more delighted... It's 20 minutes down the road. <laughs> and, well, and, I, I know, and I would know, let's just, I just want to just take a moment, John. And this is particularly for our listeners on the east coast of Australia. Get stuff. <laughs> na, 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 na. We won the hockey lottery. Well, we didn't really. Hockey's what won the lottery. Yes. It, it just happened to be we were in the place where the lottery was being... Uh, Hockey Australia, pleased to announce Hockey Western Australia is a successful bidder for the new High Performance Centre of Excellence in Australia. The $135 million investment by the WA State Government is the biggest in the sports history in Australia and will arguably be the best hockey facility in the world. WA Government's uh, investment through Hockey WA will secure the delivery of the world's best hockey development support systems and environment for athletes with a contemporary one-stop shop facility which will assist in the Australian national men's and women's teams staying at the top of world hockey. Uh, Hockey Australia President Ross Sudano, um, obviously him of the reject shop, our athletes are already performing at a high level with the recent men's Olympic silver medal and gold medal for the seventh straight time. Blah, 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 blah. These are significant achievements and this investment will allow us to sharpen our focus on player welfare and a world-class training environment. The Hockey WA commitment includes a new purpose-built facility which incorporates all the requirements set out by Hockey Australia. And CEO David Pryles um, Pryles goes on to say, uh, we recognise these arrangements will be quite different with some athletes relocating and some being part of a hybrid programme with short stays. But this is uh, a part of this programme, John, or this $135 million commitment. A new athlete travel allowance programme will provide opportunities for athletes to remain connected the family and friends, and where possible, undertake community and club engagements as role models for the next generation of players in their home bases. 
Prize also lauded the provision to provide and fund an athlete well-being support role to be a player's concierge that supports athletes as they establish themselves and adjust to a change in their lifestyle. Uh, we want to ensure we cater for all players' circumstances. The outcome sort will be to ensure the best possible outcome for the player and their families. So that's from the uh, the CEO there. Um, of course, ACT, Victoria and WA were the, the three states that have been narrowed down to. Um, it's a pretty impressive proposal. It includes includes a new turf, an indoor hockey centre, a specialist goalkeeper development, looks like a half pitch, maybe a third pitch, specialist goalkeeper development pitch, though, um, alongside the existing two turfs that are there. So we'll see three turfs based around the new sort of club rooms, which will also include, and it will include, the Hockey Australia head offices as well. That will move, Allegedly. that will move from Melbourne. They do look like uh, solar panels that are on the roof of the stadium. Well, that would be good, look, yeah. Look, okay. Well, it's an artist's impression, John, because you can see that because there's um, there's a lot of trees there where there's actually houses, but now, we have it, looks been, like, it looks like the beach. We have been asked on social media what we think. Yes. So here's what we, here's what I think, and you can say what you think. Yeah, that's How's right. How's that? Now, firstly, Hockey Australia put up a very lovely artist's impression, haven't they? Yep. Uh, there's a couple of different artists' impressions going around. Um, well, that's obviously that's come from Hockey Western Australia, though, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, it is an artist's impression, but very little of it actually resembles the view you'd get from that particular. Anyway, it is. It looks great. It's as you mentioned. It's the the original number one and number and the current number two turf. Will remain. There'll be a third tool built on the other side of number one, and then the, the indoor and goalkeeping area next door to that again. So basically, where there's car parking, just clear car parking spaces, spaces mm. at the moment. Um, yeah, it, it's good that there's quite a sparse ten, crowd ten, there. Ten, so it's, the ten, artist has actually envisioned how many people will <laughs> be turning up to watch. But capable of 10,000 capacity that, within seated capacity, I'd assume. At that Within, on the, around stadium. the pitch one, yeah. Okay. Look, looks pretty good. Um, there's one of the shots here that makes it look like it's about three minutes away from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's close. Closer than many places in the world are. But, you know. Um, I like that, you know, that pitch. I like that pitch in particular. I won a couple of grand finals on that one. As well, this is as we're still watching the artist's impression video spin yeah. around. We so should let people know that. Yeah. Yeah, we're watching the artist's impression spin around. Look, it looks really flash and all the rest of it. Um, as, you'd, as you'd expect, there's been um, divided opinions about it, Matt. I mean... No, there's been a few whinges from you, over east. Uh, no, well, let's call it divided opinions. Um, now, from the outset, I'm, I'm a, I have moved away from... The centralised system, I no longer think the centralised system serves the sport in the way it should. I think it did, and it has, but I think it's coming to the end of its time if we want to progress beyond what we are. Um, that said, we're going to get the country, this will be the number one turf in the country. So when there's a big event to be held, it'll probably be held here, which will piss people off in the eastern oh, states. Look, I, I think, I, I think, I think this is a foreshadow to a future World Cup bid. Oh, undoubtedly. Yeah. But um, I wonder if they've um, factored in broadcast facilities here anywhere because it 
doesn't appear anywhere in the spiel broadcast. Oh, no, I think there must be. I'm, look, it's no one wonder. of the. I tell you what, I have seen a lot. Considering there's a couple of people who know a bit about broadcast. A lot of before, a lot of posts about say. this on social media from um, local Labour Party members and uh, federal Labour Party members as well. Congratulating. Uh, congratulating hockey, you know. A lot of nurses and a lot of policemen probably not very happy. He's <laughs> Mark McGowan at the moment. So of... it becomes a bit of a local political deal as well. They've, and, you know, there'll be a stink, whether rightly or wrongly, about, so you're just going to give them $135 million. There's no, there's no outline of how it's going to be spent, what it's going to be spent on. You think about $135 million and how far... I think, I think, how John, much, how I think, much John, all of those lights going to cost for a start. And just all those, all those little pieces soon add up to a lot. And well, no, I'm no, not so no, sure. We'll no, get... no, 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 Cause if the money's going into the lights, they'll get the LEDs. Then we won't have to go on half power for training sessions and, you know, not have oh, scoreboards okay. working and things like that. Oh, um, really? yeah, really. Um, and look, all that no, stuff. That, that might well be true, but they've still got to pay for them and build them, don't they? Like, yeah, with with that 135 million. Look, look, we don't have that detail. We don't know we don't what that breakdown is. Um, Curtin University's got their uh, little logo on the announcement, so that's a good thing because it's on Curtin's land. Yeah, so that's they're right. Obviously, all on board with it. John, I'm delighted. Um, I was feeling a little bit non-plus and had the expectation. Oh, it's probably going to leave the state. On a purely selfish basis, one of the main reasons that the family settled in Perth was because of hockey. Um, not for me to, um, you know, pursue a, a career um, in hockey. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Um, but I thought it was be- because, it, because it was so prevalent and we had the Kookaburras and the hockey roos here and you could go and watch them train and play and be around and, um, and great club system and all, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So this only cements that for me. Um, okay. I think there's great opportunity uh, for hockey across the country, and I, th- and I think Perth is the right place for it to for it to be based for so many reasons. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's go into some of those reasons because a lot of it weather, accessibility, uh, club support, a system where players can come out of their national team and go and play in a league. Um, Which they don't. But they do sometimes. 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 But this, and, this some, I, and some, and some the, more than others. But this idea that continually be, is generated that um, if you move it somewhere else, that's not going to happen. Which will still continue. Exactly the same. Nothing. The system and the process. You, you do not suddenly no. see your players turning out playing for you every weekend. That does not happen. No. Um and there's a few people who have sort of kicked up a bit of a stink, uh, and it's basically around, what about the poor families being able to get over there, or what about the poor kids being taken away from their families and being four hours, five hours, six well, hours flight time be, away? Apart from the fa- well, look, the east people on the east coast could probably. I mean, one of the arguments is, oh, eighty percent of the players and the population is all over here, and eighty percent turn. Yeah, okay, given that. No, Perth, we, 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 need, we need to make it clear to international if, listeners, though, though, Western Australia is a long way away from um, a, that, when we're talking about We keep East, getting reminded it's the East most Coast. remote capital city in the world. That's right. And, and I just want to say, West is best. Carry on. Anyway, look, take away parochialism. Parochialism. It's, 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 it's not on a Sunday afternoon. 
um, they, if you take that away from it, it, we would have to admit that Perth gets a disproportionate amount of international games here uh, because this, that is by that. Thing. You know, if if we're oh, well, here we go. We're, uh, wait, we're wait, close. Wait. We're closer to Asia no, no, for a no, start. No, no, no. That's, that's that's not the argument I'm making here. It's it's also a lot easier to do it because everybody's here in Perth. And let's agree that yes, we do get a disproportionate number of international events here. Not inter- but international teams coming here, even to train, we get them coming here. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah, they're a bit closer to. But if that that centre was on the east coast, they'd be going there. And if we had a decentralised system. So state bodies were worrying about it. They could pick and choose and go wherever they like well, because everybody's spread everywhere. Go and play in Bendigo. Exactly. Big crowd there. Yeah. Oh, no one would get trained there for sure. Definitely trained there. But the one argument that keeps coming back about families is just infuriating. Last week here in Australia, we had the AFL draft. And um, they were streaming live from families' lounge rooms as kiddies were being drafted kiddies, yes that's right 17 year olds were being drafted from one side of the nation to the other and their parents were cheering why were they cheering Matt? Because opportunity Matt well, no, no. it's the opportunity and also their 17 year olds um, going to be out of the house earning some money uh, board and lodgings taken care of apparently not hockey players they're very, very, very sensitive. Apparently, hockey yeah, players. Two hundred and fifty bucks a week. <laughs> and that's that's the one thing that never gets mentioned in all of this stuff about when we talk about player welfare and all of the rest of it. They get nothing for it. Yeah. They they essentially get nothing for it. Don't even get superannuation for the time and effort they put in. And effectively, the contractors, don't they? Although they call it a grant. 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 Um, I'm I'm just against the whole centralised system. All right, well look, but that's look. I I think um, if it all if it all come, if about, it all I comes out, better ways to spend 135 million dollars. That's not to say Perth Stadium doesn't need some work done to it. Yeah. To to raise the standards, but a lot of that. So what do you what do you a think? A lot of the stuff they were talking about player welfare and all of that sort of thing when there's been interviews done about it on radio uh, has. You see, and we've been through this before when the report was released. You know, the toxic culture yeah. hockey report, yeah. and a lot of it was stuff was was what well, they weren't doing that already. Yeah, it, it was stuff you think, oh, gee, they've been going for this long, and it's such a well accredited program, blah blah. Wouldn't that already be happening? It, it shows we're probably twenty years behind in this area. We, we used to be at the forefront of say women's sport, our sport, hockey. Yeah, we're way behind now. We're way, way, way behind the way other tra- sports treat their athletes, and ha- and how we're perceived. It's totally been leapfrogged by a whole pile of other sports. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have any visibility before, but um, it was seen as uh, well. They're doing it over there, so we need to change as well. And right. we're going, hello, we're, we're we're here. We've always been here. And if they do not spend a considerable slab of that 135 on doing something about our ability to broadcast from that stadium, yeah, that it, it'll be a white elephant. Yeah. Pretty blue turf, sir. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey 
podcast, um, episode 268, I'm told. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are in the world. If you're playing hockey this weekend, do go and give it a whack. Um, so we, we went to the oh yeah we went to the, the delayed uh, delayed stroke. I uh, you were going to play I, me something. I thought I'd have a little look at uh, a cameo again, see if we've got any different hockey players um, up on cameo. We know that Alexander Hendricks is on there and Jamie uh-huh. Dwyer is on there as well. I thought let's just we'll play a little game, John. Oh God. I, I haven't got any intro music for Good. it, but but um but but I um I think I've got a ding somewhere. Have I got a ding? D. No, is, that, is that a D? No, that's the randomizer. Not, not that one. What's that one? Uh, no, boda, no, boda. no, not that one. Boys and toys. No, not, not that one. All right, we'll give you that one if you get it get it correct. All right. So we're going to play a game higher or lower, John. Okay. I'm going to give you the name of the player. I'll start with a player. I'll give you a name of a player. And then you've got to tell me, um, and I'll t- uh, and I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you how much uh, they start out at, at, on cameo. This is actually a tribute to <laughs> hockey administrators, isn't it? You're uh, making it up as you go along. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, John, Ali McAvoy Campbell, field hockey U.S. national team, um, goes for twenty nine Australia dollars plus. Plus, there must be extra things that maybe it's a longer video or whatever it might be. Um, Hockey fans, all right. Only. So twenty nine dollars. All right. Yeah. That's your base. Aussie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, then, John, you're going to tell me is it higher or is it lower? What they're charging is the ne- what they're charging. So next we go to Aaron Matt. Wait, don't I do one at a time? Aaron Matt. No, no, you, no. Because I've already told you what the twenty nine dollar. You don't have to guess how much. You're just guessing whether it's higher or lower. Who? I'm getting there. That's what I'm saying. Aaron Matson, NCAA. You just said a bloke. So no. So your base is Ali McAvoy Campbell. That's a female. Plays for the U.S. national team. Cause they don't she's have, they charging don't, twenty-nine. They don't. Bucks. They don't have men's hockey. I don't think. And in she's America. charging twenty-nine bucks. She's charging twenty-nine dollars. So now we're moving on to Erin Matson, former U.S. women's national team player, uh, current winner of the NCAA title. Place for UNC. Is she higher or lower than Ali McAvoy Campbell? Oh, higher. Oh, I've got to do the sound. Oh. That's right, John. She is higher. $32. Wow. All right. Okay, next one, John. My intimate knowledge of US women's hockey came into... Casey Umstead. Uh. Field hockey, U.S. national team. Is she higher or lower than Erin Matson on $32? Lower. That's right, John. She is lower. Told you. At $29. All right, we're going to throw one in here. You might remember this. Higher or lower? Alexander Hendricks. Higher or lower than $29? Alexander Hendricks, Belgian national team higher. superstar. Oh, I haven't got a wow, 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 oh, but no. we'll do a wow, wow. No, John, he's actually lower at twenty-two dollars. We're going to be getting some of that action. Right. Birthday messages to people. Next up, you're not going to believe this, John. Okay, it's not me. <sighs> International field hockey podcasting award-winning podcaster, one-game magpie, Kookaburra. Tom Craig, he's on cameo. 
Is he higher or lower than Alexander Hendricks on twenty-two dollars? Oh, higher. Johnny's level. It's twenty-two dollars. Also, oh. unfortunately, you don't get the chocolates there. And uh, thanks for joining us, folks. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Oh, riveting stuff. Well, you know. What was the thing you were going to play me? You were no. going to read something or play something and then... No, did, 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 uh, no just, uh, I was looking for uh, sticks knackered. Oh, so that's jumped... right. That's, that's, why you, we, that's what we're going to spend the $135 million on. Yeah. So I, Second-hand uh, gear. I thought I'll have a quick look on um, the local Facebook marketplace. But seriously, your stick is knackered. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. if anybody wants to send me... A, Particularly, I liked the Griffin Tour that I was using that somebody had left at the club. Then they reclaimed that. And mm. I quite like the Brabo that I was using. Um, somebody's claimed that. I've got a Grey's up there. Yeah, Karachi King, mate, 1972. Oh. It's probably a little short for me. Um, what was I saying? You're hunting for a stick. But, um, you're Facebook trying to, market, you're trying Facebook. to yeah, 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 You're yeah. trying to get someone. So one of the first thing I find... Is a, uh, a signed, just ring a signed Tim, this is the one that's just broken, that's, it's like, same place on my past two, those sticks. Oh. But having said that, the, um, the most recent one was a secondhand stick anyway. I just wish somebody would leave a decent stick at the club just for me to use, just was leave that, it there. Uh, played for Australia stick. Yeah, that's uh. it, it's gone. It's gone. Um, so, you know, go on to Marketplace. I put field hockey just because there's a remarkable amount of ice hockey gear for sale here in the Perth region. First thing I see is a $900 Tim Brand signed Atlas stick from a young lady in Applecross. Uh, first, the only thing I can say to that, John, is tell her, tell her she's dreaming. Right? But it's then you go Tim on. Brand, though. You think it should be $922, shouldn't it? Mate, no. Take the signature <laughs> off. I'll give you 50 Dreaming. Mixed hockey stick, Atlas, Griffin, Trojan, Grays, all wooden, all the handles knackered, 20 bucks. Dreaming. Hockey stick, 84 centimetres. It's an Atlas. Dreaming. They're all at 30 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks. Hockey bag and sticks. No, it, look, this bloke's got two cricket bats next to his <laughs> hockey bag. Doesn't get it at all. Then, there's another lady, she's got... It's changed. It's gone down to five dollars. That's that's since I last looked at it. Um, oh, in fact, so she's got three photos. One of a, a top view of a pair of Salcone uh, lady size eight. Uh, one of the undersole. So, oh yeah, she's not too badly worn. And then written on a piece of cardboard in the photograph taken. Size eight women's twenty dollars, but it says five dollars. Shoes for turf for ladies eight. Five dollars or with a hockey stick ten dollars the pair. No, I don't know if that's the pair of shoes. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it also says... No, the, you, you, if, if you buy one shoe, you pay $5. Do you think? Yeah. And she's throwing in the hockey stick on it. Oh, you won't be able to put, put it on if you've got a hockey stick in there. <laughs> um, but this, it, it says hockey gear, lady size 8. Shoe, shoe... So these ladies, hockey kit. See, ladies, she's selling them singly. Ladies size a shoe and mouth guards. Now, are they used? There's no pictures of them. Should we get in touch and say, interested in the mouth guards? 
please, please, please send a photo. <laughs> or interested in mouse guards? Are they used? No, <laughs> leave it alone. But um, what would you expect to pay for a stick? Well, it's, it, look, the ones they've got on there, I've got about three hundred of them in my shed. If they're going in for that, twenty bucks a time, in that condition. Yeah, all exactly the same. So they're just rubbish sticks. No, I'm looking for some, you know, something high end that's played ten games, and they decided that the brand new stick didn't make them any better, so they've given up. So how much would you be prepared to pay? Up to one hundred dollars. Okay, so what's in the hundred dollar category? Nothing's up there. They're not on, not on here. If there's nine hundred to ten. Oh, you can buy a suburban lion shirt for five dollars. All all the shirt and shorts for Curtin University, that lovely um orange colour. orange one. Yeah. Um and the blue sometimes. Is that forty bucks? Um there's a signed up Cookerborough's two thousand team poster. Balls. Three balls, two old atlases, atlas stick bag, seventy five bucks. Well, how much are they selling the balls for? No, oh, that's no not individually, I think that's the I think they come as a package, John. Oh fabulous. Yeah. Oh okay. Here we go. 1956 Olymp, Olymp, 1956 Olympic hockey stick, Pakistan national team. Oh, wow. How much? Uh, 250 bucks. Oh, lower. Really? Lower. 150. Oh, man. 1956 Olympic Games hockey stick with the national team's number and signature. Pick up Alan Brook. Well, like their hotel number or their telephone number? <laughs> uh, Oh, so, oh, so it's got signature. this sticker on there. It says autographed by Pakistan National it's Hockey Team. It's authenticated. Uh, no, I don't think there's any authentication on it at all. Um, I'm trying to see the brand on it. It's a bit a bit worn on the base. Um, Does it look now, authentic? Yeah. Well, I'll show you. It's lovely, oh, lovely yeah. hook on it. Lovely hook. Yeah, you can't really see any signatures in that photo. No, but, but you can on this one here. You see, so you zoom in on there. And it says Pakistan National Hockey Team, 1956. Um, yeah, autographed by. Is that a, a print, a reproduction, or do you think that's the real, the real deal? And well, yeah, I, I just uh, some of the handwriting looks similar. <laughs> it's aged anyway, isn't it? It's got a very yeah. vintage look to it. Hey, it's pretty cool though. It's a nice stick. It looks, it looks pretty interesting. Whether or not you, you know, are they authentic signatures? But here's the thing, you know, this, this is where we're at with. But still 150 bucks. This, but there's a muse, you know, hanging up in your club. It's got the lovely looking aged patinaed sticker. It was probably made last year in Zolcott, but it looks really old. Uh, Whitford's women's shirt, that's 20 bucks. Uh, replica Australian men's hockey singlet. That's down from eighteen dollars to fifteen dollars. Some bargains to be had, but this is—I mean, this is—if we were talking about something that had been signed by the nineteen fifty-six Mexico soccer team, then you'd be talking your telephone numbers for uh, the value on it. Hockey, something nice like that—you know—it's one hundred and fifty bucks. Isn't a lot of money, is it? No. And oh, if I had a spare one hundred and fifty lying around, I think about buying it. Well. Better getting quick, John. Now we've advertised it to the the whole hockey world. Um, Not quietly, the whole. Maybe next week. I'm not listening anymore, Matt. I'll change. Maybe next week I'll change the location and do a a town near you, dear listener. That's selling hockey gear. 
Yeah, so we'll just change the filter from being Perth, Western Australia to Timbuktu. Okay, we'll do that. We don't need to do that now. That's that's ongoing content for future shows, John. I've got uh, one more quick thing that I want to say. It's about the Hockey 21 game. December the 9th is the launch. Um, So it's a a drag flick game. Scoring and saving hockey app game app. Okay. Um, where you get to, I think you can pick your players. Here we go. To, I'm releasing December the night field hockey heroes. That's what it's called. Field hockey heroes. Drag flick, hit and deflect at penalty corners in the first ever multi-platform field hockey game. Hashtag field hockey. Hashtag hockey is life. Hashtag be a player. I can't wait for it, John. I love little games like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's a, a step up on the. Uh, Hockey game from the FIH, and it's slightly different things, I know. But if they could build components like this into that, it might make it a bit more interesting to play. Don't you think? Anyway, yeah, Hockey 21, check them out. At Hockey 21 on the socials or Hockey21.com. That's me, John. I'm done. Uh, Big Hockey Week this week. We get to play... um, uh, Ourselves again? <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, we do actually. Yeah, 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 yeah and the Masters, it is, okay, it is yeah, free yeah. versus free on Wednesday night. And I, I can't play that one because it's the late game. I go to the bar, haven't I? So, oh. Yeah. Um, but get to play on the, on the, um, the big one's birthday. It's exciting for her. Get to play hockey on your birthday. It's always good, isn't it? As long as you don't get injured. It's always very good for you. Yeah. You've always, you're just the biggest hockey nerd. There is, I reckon. And, oh, good news if you're in India. Hockey India are taking the World Cup trophy on tour. How about that? Yeah. We sell out crowds, I'm sure, lying in the streets um, on its way to Orisha for the men's 2023 Hockey World Cup. You're ruining my mojo, man. What sort of rider do you reckon the World Cup's getting while it's on tour? Jelly beans. Jelly beans. Yeah, yeah. Just not the green ones. That represents Pakistan, doesn't it? Oh, it could do. Yeah. When's, is the turtle coming back this time? Oh, hopefully. Yeah. Hope, hopefully oh, Ollie's around. Yeah. Who yeah. was the star at the last one? Turtle power. We could, let's do a Ollie the Turtle song. Hey. Let's do like a, an ode. A song by an, an ode to Ollie. Or... Ode to Ollie. Well, Ollie. Good, yeah. Ollie, I do it to our turtle song. John Lee and the turtles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have shells at the moment. <laughs> it's probably time to go. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. I've got to go to the show. Have a good hockey week. Yes, yeah, yeah that's it. If you're, yeah, you're out there, give it a whack. Whack, 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 whack. Oh, sorry. I've got to turn this down. Hey, uh. Watch out for news of the Ruabans coming to a marketplace near you very soon. And of course, be. our Patreons, you'll be getting one in the mail soon. Yeah, probably tomorrow I'm going to do that. Um, might get to you by Christmas if you're lucky. We've ran out of steam. Patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. Yeah. Uh, to support our hockey podcast endeavours and get cool things like the Ruhr Band for free. What, what would you spend $135 million on in hockey? Obviously a new office for me. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Right, what? Bar fridge. Bar fridge, yeah. yeah. You've got to go stock the bar fridge. Yeah. Um, Kitchen. Kitchen. Oh, yeah, and um, authentic Japanese chef for sushi oh, for lunch. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because that's very healthy. Yeah. It's like they eat healthy stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's you know? right. Yeah. Maybe a kombucha brewery downstairs. Oh, good idea. In the cellar. 
masseuses. Don't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Per, 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 personal. Yeah, yeah. Ones. Good ideas. 